Uh, well, many of you might be familiar at this point with the fact that uh, our good friend Rabbi Ari Khan um, leads a synagogue, a congregation, in a community in Israel. And unfortunately, the uh, synagogue suffered a terrible, devastating fire. We'll get the details in a minute. There's now a charity campaign, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y, charity campaign, to support the rebuilding of a Kehilat Mishkan Ha'etrog in Yivat Zev in Israel. Rabbi Ari Khan, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. How are you? Good morning. Baruch Hashem, I'm extra sensitive these days to those who've suffered the... Um, uh, through fires and the devastating experience, and uh, we, we certainly felt terrible when we heard what happened to your synagogue. This, am I right that it happened uh, right after Shabbos Hagadol, just before Pesach? Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, in order to you know fully appreciate the vicissitudes of our experience as Jews, the day before we had Shavu Brachos in the shul for my for my son. Oh my gosh! So we had Shavu Brachos, and the whole, both families were there. And uh, what can I say? You know what? Baruch Hashem, it was only property, and Baruch Hashem was just the build, you know, the building and things inside, and nobody was there. It was an electrical fire that spread very quickly. And uh, you know what? You know that's exactly what we say is that you know even when something happens, when God takes out His anger just on property, all you can say is Baruch Hashem. Look, what can I tell you? What you just described is exactly what we went through. Our studio burnt down because of an electrical fire. It happened in an instant. Um, and yes, thank God nobody was there. In a typical, on a typical day, there would have been people there. This was uh, Sunday afternoon and nobody was there. And uh, yeah, and, 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 and you're right. And, and that perspective has certainly helped keep things going over here. But uh, nonetheless, it's a very painful experience. And I don't want people to... You, I don't want people you to... you know that I... Did you know that I posted afterwards and I told people to donate to your cause? <laughs> I said, if you're interested in Jewish, the person who's doing more Jewish education than anyone else, Tanakhim Siegel. Well, I appreciate that very much. And um, it, I just don't want people to, to forget that there is that there's a lot of pain there. And that I, when, when was when was your synagogue uh, founded? When was how long has it been around? It's around 10 years. And and is everything gone? Is it one of those fires where literally it was completely consumed? How would you describe it? What I would say is as follows. You know what? It, it could be possible to rebuild, but it probably costs more money than is worth it. It was a, a caravan, so it was like a prefab. So therefore, it, that's one of the reasons it went so quickly. Right. And almost all the things inside. The only thing that didn't get, really get damaged were the Sifrei Torah. Although, you know, I want to I wanna pause there for a second. Because when they were carried out, and the firemen came almost right away, and they were carrying them out, and they looked perfect, but they nonetheless suffered from the heat. I mean, there was no water on them, and there was no fire on them. So we all thought everything was great until a sofa started looking at them, and then we realized, especially the older ones, yeah. They did not handle the heat that well. So uh, as of now, of the four Sifrito, we have one was fixed and is operable. The other ones were still waiting for it. Did you have Tzfilot on Pesach? Yes, we did. What happened is that there was another building that had a different menu in it that went through some kind of a construction now, and they had moved out. 
and it was almost finished, so they didn't move back, and we moved back into the other one. And, you know, it's good for a temporary time. It was a B'nai Akiva Smith. The B'nai Akiva has a minion, so, you know, they let us take over for, uh, for a week or so. Wow. There's an emergency campaign going on, everybody. That emergency campaign is a uh, an effort to rebuild um, Kilat Mishkan Hayatrog in Givat Zev. Why is it called Mishkan Hayatrog, by the way? The street that I live on is called Etrog Street. I am actually <laughs> on the corner of Etrog and Lula. <laughs> there you go. You're, you're always surrounded by uh, active mitzvot, to say the least. Rabbi Ari Khan is with us. He leads the congregation, and they are committed to a rebuild. There's a charity campaign, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y. If you go to charity.com, charity.com slash k.etrog. That's how we got there, and that's how likely you'll get there. Again, a charity. If, if not, just email me, folks. Just email nachomandachomsegel.com. I want this campaign to be a big success. Uh, we are extra sensitive uh, to those who've suffered through fires and a congregation, a shul, a synagogue that's gone through this, especially in Israel. We would love to assist in getting them the necessary funds to rebuild. Charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash K.etrog, E-T-R-O-G. Um, and they are rebuilding, and they are committed to uh, to do so. And I hope that um, everybody will participate. Is there? I, I sometimes get frustrated when asked this question, but is there a timetable for your rebuilding process? Well, we're we're going to be building as opposed to rebuilding. Right. And what I mean by that is the municipality allocated allocated for us some land, and we have some government money that we can get in order to help build. So right now what we really need is money in order to get all the plans and all the engineering and all the technical things in line, and then hopefully we'll be able to go up with the buildings. Yeah, that's the goal. And sometimes it takes longer than you think. Sometimes it takes more money than you think. Everybody out there, uh, we can certainly show support and give a tremendous amount of both financial and moral support to a congregation in Israel that we, we feel close to. We've never been there, and yet we still feel close to because of my many decades relationship with Rabbi Ari Khan. Um, and uh, those of you who've enjoyed his lectures, his shiurim, his online activity, his svarim, uh, even if you've never been in the synagogue, uh, do what you can to help them rise from the ashes and get their beloved shul up as soon as possible. Charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash K, that's the letter K, dot etrog, E-T, R-O-G. That's charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y.com, slash K, dot etrog, E-T-R-O-G. So we went through the practical aspect of this, Rabbi Khan. We went through the perspective aspect of this. Now give us the religious aspect of this. Uh, when I, I know the eight sim and Avanim is part of that. I get it. We want God to take out whatever, God forbid, anger or whatever zera he might have. We want him to take it out on things instead of people. That's obvious. Uh, but knowing you, there has to be a deeper religious perspective that you've thought of um, regarding uh, this this seeming disaster. I, I, I hesitate to call it that because so many of us are encouraged to look forward to how much better things will be once things, in fact, are built and or rebuilt. What could you tell us from a religious standpoint regarding this experience? Well, one of, I, I'll tell you something. I think you went through a lot more pain than I did. And my, it's interesting because my father keeps calling me and checking on me. Are you okay and whatever? And uh, I immediately, when this happened, just focused on the rebuilding. Let's go, okay, we're moving forward. But part of it, and I said this to the congregation as well, 
we called it a Mishkan, and the Mishkan was temporary. And then afterwards, you know, it took us a long time to build a Beit HaMikdash. It took us more time than we should have. Our community was, was allocated this land a couple of years ago, and uh, we did not move forward. We were a little bit complacent, then okay in the temporary place, and even though it was small and, and so on and not com- so comfortable, we always said, okay, well, you know, people sort of, well, everyone was waiting for someone else to do something. And, uh, you know, part of my feeling is, okay, now we need to go forward and uh, not build the Mishkan anymore. Now we're going to build the Beit Knesset. Now we're going to build something which is, uh, has much more permanence. Wow. Well, I understand that perspective. And uh, <laughs> we, all, all we could do is not only wish you the best of luck, but participate in the, in, the, in the building, rebuilding, whatever term you want to use. And I hope everybody out there who's listening will help the Keilat Mishkan Hayatrog in Givad Zev, Israel, in fact, uh, build their beloved Beit Knesset. Um, I, I guess you could say that the, that the fire sort of lit a fire under everybody to get going, huh? <laughs> It, 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 cer- it certainly did. And, you know, there was one guy, and I say this totally facetiously, but there was one fellow who was always pushing, we need to go forward, we need to build, and so on. And when the fire happened, I said, where were you that morning? And, and you know, he was horrified <laughs> that I could ask him that. But it was, uh, he was actually one of the people that responded uh, very, very quickly. I'll tell you something about the shul, which is interesting. Yeah. It's a combination of people who are Ashkenazim and Sardin people who wear kippots for good and people who wear black kippot. And if you were to see the shul, the beauty of the way that people come together and form one community and the respect, it's unbelievable. A large percentage of the guys for kippots for good, not just served in the army, but you're talking about officers and high-ranking officers. And uh, most of the, the Haredi fellows were not. But a lot of them are involved in other kinds of things. So, for example, there's somebody who's one of the fellows who runs Zaka. And wow. when we make a Mishaveyach for Chayvet Sahal, and now it's for Chayvet and for all volunteers and all the volunteer organizations as well. Right. And when you, see, when you see a guy who's a high-ranking officer recognizing the volunteer work of you know, some of the other fellows in the shul, you realize you know, to what extent there really is mutual respect and, uh, and, and really love. And that's, that's really the most special thing about the community is that there's just so much respect and so much uh, um, unity over there. And uh, that was one of the reasons that uh, as a community we're able to, to move forward and to focus, okay, now let's go. Now what do we need to do? Let's go and, and do it. And uh, in, in that sense, it really is very special. Pretty amazing. Only in Israel, as we would say. Uh, again, <laughs> again, everybody, the charity campaign to support the building of Kilat Mishkan Hayatrog in Givat Zev after their devastating fire is charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash K, that's the letter K, dot etrog, E-T-R-O-G, slash K dot etrog. Rabbi Khan, let us know what we could do. Continued Hatzlacha with the building process and and uh, uh, like I said, this is a um, uh, this this is an episode that I'm sure you feel like we felt over here that deserves a lot of perspective and a lot of uh, deep thought, but it also de- deserves uh, some immediate action. And uh, and I see that you and the congregation are, are are acting as quickly as you can. Yeah, let me just say two things about that. One is immediately came Pesach, and, and some people thought, of course, about the burning the chametz and so on. Right after Pesach in Israel, we get to Yom HaShoah, and then we get to Yom HaZikaron. Right. And, you know, how much can, again, right, when I said before about property versus 
things which are so much heavier, yeah. you know, we, you have to take it in perspective. And another thing that I want to say is that uh, the listeners don't know that you reached out and they don't know about, you know, your kindness and your generosity and your, uh, and your spirit. And uh, I was quite sincere when I, when I had reached out to you when you suffered the fire saying that Nahum Siegel is involved in education beyond what almost anybody else does or can imagine. You educate the American Jewish community and that should give you a lot more strength and a lot more resources and to move forward. And uh, you know that I love you and you know that uh, I respect you and, uh, and thank you. Thank you for your kindness. Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Khan. Uh, I look okay. for I look forward to visiting the new synagogue. Please, God. Absolutely. Just like ju- just like I hope you look forward to visiting our new studio the next time you come into lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Rabbi Ari Khan. Everybody, spiritual leader of Congregation Narkilat Mishkan Hayatrog and Givad Zev. Uh, they are rebuilding. They are rebuilding after the devastating pre Pesach fire. Charity dot com slash k dot etrog charity c h a r i d y dot com slash letter k dot etrog e t r o g and you are listening to J M in the A M.